Welcome to the Digital Hive podcast, where we talk about all things digital marketing, from websites to social media, to email marketing, and all of the advertising channels. I'm your host, Emma Peacock. In this week's episode, I'm talking you through how to use email lists to drive sales for your e-commerce site. If you're listening right now on your phone and you're sharing about listening along on your Instagram stories, make sure you tag us at Honeypot Digital so we can say thanks and give you a share. I'd recommend you sign people up to your email list when they register for an account on your online store or make a purchase, plus have a general form on your site as well. You'll need to have a checkbox to ask for permission, but the more often you ask, the more likely they'll say yes. You're also best to segment your list to suit your business. So have they purchased before? What categories did they buy from? To save some of their behavior for the future. You'll wanna send a short welcome series to them, telling them about how everything works, like returns or shipping or any other extra special things. We do have a whole episode on the podcast about welcome series if you'd like to go back and listen there. It was a couple of weeks ago, episode 14. Once people are all welcomed in, send emails to let people know when you have new arrivals or start stocking new brands if you sell other brands as well. You can also let them know about sales or promotions you have if you discount. Whenever you don't have an announcement as such, try to find ways to educate and help people on your list so they can see how you and your product could fit into their lifestyle or the lifestyle they're aiming for. If you have a clothing store, show people how to style your clothes with items they might already have in their wardrobe or other items in your store. If you sell books, send out reviews. If you like this, you might like this type of content, run a book club and make recommendations either based on their stated interests or purchase history. If you sell plants, seeds or gardening supplies, slowly teach people over time how to garden. Anything people understand better, they tend to enjoy even more and will spend more to grow their new hobby. If you sell avocados, send people tips on how to keep their produce fresher for longer, how to ripen the fruit when they do want it to be ready, uh, send them recipes they might want to try, and keep them up to date on seasonality. Here's some things that tend to make the emails themselves convert more. One, a catchy, interesting subject line will often increase your open rate, but this is definitely not a time for clickbait. Create your emails to be new and interesting but they also want to be dynamic in the way they look, so it doesn't all get too same-same. You can either make each email custom if you have an in-house or handy designer, or rotate between multiple different templates. Make sure your calls to action are clear and link through the correct page on the website. Nothing annoys people more than wanting that exact top and not being able to find it. In terms of sending regularity, you may like to give people options on how often they want to hear from you, so they could get weekly, fortnightly or monthly emails. Letting people do this might stop them from unsubscribing altogether, but I'd recommend creating different content for these, not just picking one a month to send out, although you could do that and see how it goes. If you can set it up on the platform you run your website on, I definitely recommend you run abandoned cart emails. These are personalized to the website visitor and can remind anyone with an account of the items they have left in their cart. There might be a button in there which adds everything back into their cart, so if they come back to it three days later, everything just gets rejuvenated for them. When done right, they can remind people about the cart they had all ready to go. You need to balance being helpful without nagging. However, do not offer a discount on these or people will start to add to cart and wait for the discount email every time. 
These emails could include other items they might also like or reviews and recommendations about the products they left in their cart, depending on what information you have and how deeply you personalize them. You might be able to send these in your email marketing platform, but they're always going to have to be triggered by the website platform you use. So you'll need to figure out what's possible with the one that you've chosen. I've talked about ConvertKit before on this podcast and I love it so much for my own list. It lets you tag your subscribers based off different actions they take on your website and in your emails and what they sign up for. So you can tailor different emails to parts of your audience and create sequences and automations which your subscribers go through after taking certain actions. So to use the example of the fashion store again, if they tend to buy pants and tops, you could send them more pants and top stuff. If they've never bought a dress, chances are selling them dresses is not going to be the way to go. Often people will have a certain mindset that they don't buy pants off online stores, they just don't do it because they can't try them on. So things like that can, you might find that if you've marketed to the same person a whole bunch of different pants and they haven't taken you up on them, to just stop trying to sell them pants because you might be annoying them. If you want to see how you could use ConvertKit with your business, you can try ConvertKit free for 30 days by clicking the affiliate link in the episode description or by heading to honeypopdigital.com slash ConvertKit. However, like every tool, I wouldn't recommend it for everyone, so you'll need to make your own decision here. ConvertKit is only really just getting into fully designed email building within its software. It's traditionally been more text-based than its competitors. So with that said, you may choose that ConvertKit won't give your emails the designs you want. Flowdesk is an email software that is currently in beta, but it also allows people but it allows people to use beautiful templates to send emails, or you can start from scratch and use the building tool. It's basically like every website builder we've ever loved as an email service. It allows you to segment your list and create workflows, and while the segmenting isn't quite as robust as ConvertKit, the templates are out of this world. So if you want to send emails with your fashion products at the forefront, but you're not so into MailChimp, just give it a look. It doesn't integrate with everything we need right now for this business, Honeypot Digital, but I've given it a little test run, and while it is still in beta, it's not buggy or anything, so it's worth a shot. It currently only integrates with Shopify, and there's possibly some workarounds for other platforms, but I haven't looked into that so far yet. The forms can be embedded on any site with code. Plus, it's female-owned and run. If you want to check it out, there's a link in the show notes. One other thing to remember when it comes to email marketing service providers is that you own your list. You can try one, then try another, then go back, as long as you've kept all your data downloaded. I don't recommend moving around too much, but the option is there, which is not the case for website building tools. So just remember, it will take time to switch, but it's not the end of the world if you choose to, you'll just need to sacrifice some hours. That's all the tips I've got for you for this episode. If you have any questions about marketing your online store, email related or otherwise, ask away in the Digital Hive podcast community. If you're not already in there, you'll find a link in today's show notes. We also have some blog posts about running an online store, so I'll also link to those in the show notes as well. We'd love to see you working on your email, so tag us at Honeypot Digital if you post about it on Instagram stories. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode, and if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love it if you could rate it and review it. I'll be back here same time next week with a new episode. Bye!